head up the gangplank of the Fathom Dancer. Once again, you see uh, the interior that Morgan is very well aware of. Uh, she has been a part of the Fathom Dancer's crew for many years. And it's almost kind of like her, her personal ship uh, at this point. The, the ship has been used for many missions for not only the Alliance, but the New Republic. But they've kind of uh, conceded uh, that uh, the ship can be used at the whim of Morgan and her, her crew, her cell, her group. Uh, her squad is as needed. Um, as you walk up the gangplank, you see the common area of the Fathom Dancer, and you kind of move and go to one of the crew bunks, open up the door as it very quickly, as most doors do in Star Wars, kind of stow your gear uh, very quickly. And you head to the bridge. All right. Uh, you head to the cockpit. Or that's it. Uh, the, it yeah, we're wow. <laughs> it's a small ship. It's a small ship. Uh, you head uh, around the gangplank, and uh, you see the short tail signs, and hear the twittering and beeping to himself. A small astromech droid that Morgan has been companion to for quite some time. And I say companion to because this astromech droid is nobody's companion. She sees his black facade, a very savage looking scar that runs almost the length of his front dome over a hollow projector eye. As he is twittering to himself, tapped into the Fathom Dancer's controls as he is calculating the startup sequence and just kind of going over the ins and outs of the Dancer. He kind of hears you as you're coming towards. He spins his dome to look at his, with his photoreceptors, to look at you with his photoreceptors, kind of... And as he goes back to what he's doing. I just... <laughs> Ari, what did you do to Trent? A very annoyed Twitter and beep starts to emanate from him in a long slew of ups and downs. Oh my goodness. What? He... You can't really get exactly what he's saying, but you know Ari well enough to know that either he did something bad or this is kind of a vacation for him. You're not exactly sure which. Whatever happened, I'm glad you're alive. As it goes back to what it's doing. I'll sit at the co-pilot seat and start. Uh... Okay. You notice uh, the astromech droid's designation is R3E3, uh, but we like to call him Ari. You notice that Ari has basically gone through the startup sequence. He's checked everything. 
Ari being an astrobrake droid will not be sitting in the pilot seat, but sitting in the co-pilot seat for you is, is definitely uh, a good choice. What he is actually going to be doing, he will be using his magnetic feet to kind of lock onto the metal of the cockpit and will be tapped into the controls of the ship. As you know, Ari is very well versed in transport piloting and he does he's not as timid as other astromech droids so he's also well versed and able to get into and out of very sticky situations so a pilot for the ship a a chauffeur don't ever call him that to his face uh, will probably be good for you to have around. How long are we going to be on the road? He kind of uh, gives a few chortles and beeps. Um, you will actually, he says, be linking up with the rallying point, and you will be ferried by the rallying point to the Triteri sector. Uh, he estimates that depending on the skill of the astrogators of the rallying point, which he does not put too much stock in, but they're probably good enough. Um, it'll take a couple weeks to get there from your current position. All right. You should give those kids a break. Kids. I was plotting astromech, or I was plotting astrogation coordinates when those kids were in diapers. You see, scroll through the screen, translating his binary twits and and tweets. And I'm sure there's a number of beeps that weren't translated. Uh, well, censored. All right. Redacted. <laughs> uh, as uh, the Fathom Dancer starts to close her hatch and starts to lift off of the deck of the Calaroon starts to flow towards the opening of the hangar deck and there's a slight reverberation as the Fathom Dancer goes into space, kind of floats around the battle group and finds the Nebulon B. For those of you that do not know, uh, Nebulon B was the ship at the end of Empire Strikes Back. It is kind of a long, almost hatchet-looking vessel with huge engines in the back. The Fathom Dancer circles the rallying point a few times as Ari expertly locks the ship up into the umbilical. The ship is magnetically sealed to the rallying point as he says that everything... Uh, on your screen, uh, everything is good, and that we are going to be ready to go pretty soon. There is a communication from the rallying point that they are ready to proceed, and you can, if you wish, uh, either take the journey in the Fathom Dancer, or you can have quarters on the rallying point. 
I think since um, my main function is diplomacy, maybe I should take quarters aboard the rallying point so I can know okay. who I'm who I'm with. Okay. So we'll screen wipe for a moment as we come back to the rallying point in flight. She is skirting the Rima Trade route. And there is a scene that comes up. You see a small room with a number of seats with New Republic personnel seated at them. In the center of this room is a large hollow disc. You see being splayed uh, on that disc are planets of Triatiri sector, kind of floating, computer generated in this circular area. You see a number of officers kind of standing around uh, looking at the hollow. One of them being Morgan herself as the captain of the rallying point, Darren Odig, an older, you would almost use the term crotchety uh, if he did not take offense to it. Uh, he is a strong looking man. However, he does appear to have a perpetual scowl on his face from his long years of service. You see that his uniform, which he used to be Imperial, has been replaced by the New Republic's captain's uniform. Captain Darren Odig kind of rolls a very slight beard as he kind of looks at the hollow. So how do you think we're going to be able to get in? And another officer says, Captain, I believe that if we are able to head off the Rima trade route, move up to Menda, and kind of skirt the trade routes, we might be able to get to the Velker Spine and not be contacted by any Imperial forces. The captain kind of nods. And you, Commander, as he looks at Morgan, what is your objective here? My objective is to... Ideally is to bring all marsh and the surrounding systems into the new republic not being an incredibly unrealistically idealistic person i would like to at least establish a presence within the area and a seed um i know that many of the planets including all marsh and vespa even um have a large uh outlaw contingency and all marsh is even ruled by a criminal syndicate um, <laughs> um all marsh is run by a criminal syndicate um headed by a hut uh the main thing is the outer rim and specifically the triteri the triteri sector is a quite rich um, resource-wise 
for the New Republic. And I believe that at least setting up a presence um, will go a long way, especially for the common man who is being ill-used by outlaws. A gentleman in his mid-30s kind of pipes up. You see that he has the uniform that is very reminiscent of your husband. Uh, a special forces uniform as he is kind of looking over the map, listening intently to what you're saying. Uh, his blonde hair kind of slightly wavy. Uh, he has a, a little bit longer uh, beard than most uh, military that you are used to. He kind of looks over uh, and you recognize having met him a few other occasions you recognize Felix Remy, a member of the Special Forces Detachment uh, on the rallying point. The, the Imperials, they, we have reports that they are consolidating along the Velter Spine, but we don't have the men or the capacity right now to complete the mission you want us to complete. All I want to do at this point is set up a presence. We have plenty of personnel and, and resources to be able to do that. Uh, we're not going to be able to overthrow the hut. Uh, but the way that the Imperials have remained in the area is by allowing these criminal syndicates to just have the planets and divide and conquer. So if we have a presence that could maybe be a unifying sort of entity across, especially just a few planets, it will start to spread. Well, of course, uh, Felix says he... That's how we always did it before. Divide and conquer ourselves. Get people to see the, the evil of what the Empire represents. But with one escort frigate and a squadron of Y-Wings, I suggest maybe a fact-finding mission first, ma'am. That's, that's quite all right. I would actually agree with you. I don't want to risk unnecessarily risk anybody's life. Um, I completely agree with you. That is a fact-finding mission. The captain asked me what, ideally, what I wanted to do. I answered. Felix kind of nods. Understood, ma'am. And the captain kind of looks over at the two of you as you're talking back and forth. I am assuming that you will take the Fathom Dancer on this fact-finding mission. Correct. The rallying point can lie in wait for some time. We will drop you as close as we can to Allmarsh and try to head up the Verdana run and see if we can get a glimpse of Imperial movements check to see if there is any fair game. As you, as you know, the 
New Republic is very low on good fighting ships. Part of our mission here is to see if we can gain more. With that being said, we also need to survive the day. That is correct. Um, that is correct. Uh, so shall we set up a, a point of contact, uh, like when we should touch base with each other? Easily done, Felix says. We can put codes into your R2 unit that will allow contact that should be hard for prying eyes to notice. Very good. And there's kind of a murmuring uh, among the officers there as, as other various orders and relays, uh, points of action are being discussed. Felix kind of as the meeting is wrapping up kind of comes over to you. Do you think it's just going to be you and your droid? I would like to care. I, I, ideally, again, I would like to have at least one more, but um, I don't have anybody specifically in mind. Um, it would be better at least for my own health, you know, acknowledging my physical weaknesses, uh, for me to have someone who can, um, shoot a blaster a little more accurately than I can. He kind of stares at you, um, doesn't really get your joke and says, then if you need someone, I'll volunteer to head with you. I'm not that good of a pilot, but I think your droid will take care of that. I am pretty handy with a blaster, though. That sounds fine, Felix. What's, what's Felix's rank? Uh, Felix is lieutenant. All right. Sounds great, lieutenant. That sounds very agreeable. He is not um, the head of the trooper unit on the rallying point. But he is one of basically the command structure. That's why he was in the meeting. Um, so him leaving is not basically taking the commander of the ground forces with you. Um, however, he does have uh, some skill and has seen some combat, as uh, you might already know. But do keep in mind, Lieutenant, that it's a fact-finding mission, and I am a diplomat. So, I tend to talk more. I understand, sir. All right. And he kind of uh, uh, mumbles to himself, not so much anger, um, but just kind of disbelief in his situation as he's kind of smiling and turning and walking away. And he says, just in the periphery of your hearing, Man, Trent is going to owe me for this. As he's walking away. <laughs> I'll file that away. Alright. Anything <laughs> you uh, want to do before the rallying point uh, gets to your position to disembark? I'll just review where um, the captain 
has stated the rallying point was going to head to, um, just so that I just know how far away the the fleet is from me. Okay. Um, the Triteri sector uh, is is a large sector. Um, however, it's still only a number of hours to get from planet to planet. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the longest uh, distance between one planet to another planet is a couple days. Uh, the shortest is a couple hours. Right. Uh, you are well aware that the hyperdrive on the Fathom Dancer is a times two. So basically any number of hours the Fathom Dancer would times that number by two for how long it would take to get there. Um, sometimes we'll play with that number. Sometimes we'll just say, hey, it's going to be a couple hours to get there. Um, as you are getting your kind of your last items together, um, you do know that once the rallying point drops the Fathom Dancer off, it's about we'll say three hours to get to Almarsh. And at this point, the rallying point is expecting to be at the most about 15 hours away. All right. But that's kind of at the most. Mm -hmm. Um, She will always be that far away. Um, But that's kind of what uh, the captain's thinking unless you have any input for him. At this point, no. I'm not knowing exactly what's going on on Almarsh. Um, I don't have further requests. I probably should. I just don't know. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, the rallying point gets to the position uh, where it is going to drop off the Fathom Dancer. You see coming uh, down a plank, because basically the Fathom Dancer is kind of latched underneath the long tube Mm -hmm. so you see basically crawling down the ladder uh to the fathom dancer uh felix with a very quick duffel with all of his gear and stuff like that uh not very quick duffel very large duffel uh with all of his gear um kind of looks to you and says where do you want me to stow this um there's two different uh crew quarters back there just Choose one. Just choose one. All right. And he goes quickly, stores his gear, and kind of heads up and meets you, kind of stands um, behind you uh, in the cockpit, kind of between the cockpit and the main area. Uh, as he kind of looks down at the droid, you see no ill will um, towards Felix and droids in general in his look. Um, really kind of looks to you like he really doesn't think much about the droid uh, as he's just kind of looking at you, kind of looks out uh, as still the hyperspace um, periphery outside of the ship is still intact um, as he just kind of looks down at you. Alright. As soon as they're ready. Alright. Eventually, uh, only a few minutes later, um, the rallying point uh, kind of chimes in on the communications. Uh, the captain, Captain Odig, comes over the communications. Fathom Dancer, we will be exiting hyperspace soon. You will have a few moments to detach, and we will 
make sure everything is up and running with you, and then we will quickly head out of the area. Is there any last minute things you need from us? At the time, I do not think that I can, um, I think I've got everything I need. Felix is quite capable, and I've got one of the best pilots that I've ever met. There's a very proud, uh, you know it, Twitter from Ari, as uh, he quickly runs through some last calculations on the Fathom Dancer, and then there is a mark countdown. The rallying point booms out of uh, hyperspace because for some reason in Star Wars there's sound in space. Booms out of hyperspace and you kind of give a nod to Ari. He kind of twitters to himself. The Fathom Dancer detaches from the rallying point, starts to quickly move away. Before they go to hyperspace, I just... Uh, communicate back to them that it all looks well. Thank you for the ride. Good hunting, Fathom Dancer. And uh, rallying point out. And there's a brief kind of the rallying point starts to veer away from the Fathom Dancer and then boom, the rallying point is gone back into hyperspace. And Felix kind of straightens his shoulders a little bit and you almost see in kind of a now the real fun begins kind of look on his face we're on our own now that's about right and uh ari kind of twitters and you kind of give ari a nod and the fathom dancer veers away from the rallying points last position and boom into hyperspace all right at once we're in hyperspace um druid Felix looks down, and there's a kind of annoyed Twitter from Ari. I'll just look at Ari. I'm sorry, I did not introduce you. Oh, it... Oh, it... Okay. Um, Trent's not told you about Ari? Not really, no. How do you... He just kind of gives you a look of, how do you know I know about Trent, and then smiles at you. If you need to know anything that he says, it, it does, while he's interfaced with the ship, it does come up on the screen here. Oh, yeah. And he kind of leans over you and just kind of looks down at the screen. And there's a rather annoyed uh, back and forth from Ari about, I have a name. My name is Ari. Designation R3E3. And Felix kind of looks at the screen, looks back at the droid, looks at the screen. Ari it is. He's, uh, he's family now, <laughs> but he's, uh, he's got his own mind. Hey, more power to you, uh, Ari. And, uh, he says, I'm going to go in back, check my gear. You need me? And just kind of nods at you, kind of nonchalantly nods at the droid and heads it back out of the cockpit. He's an okay guy. After, like, Remy would be a little out of earshot. A little grumbling tort from Ari, but he seems to quickly get by it, get past it. Um, all right, Steve, remind me. It's been a long time since we've been on the Fathom Dancer. 
Sure. I remember that there's two crew quarters, one on each side. Is there a captain's quarters as well, or is it just crew quarters? I'm trying to remember yeah, how big a, the ship is. There's a captain's quarters. Um, the ship is actually about the size of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Um, but instead of its cargo capacity being in the back, it is on the sides. I actually have a picture that I will be showing Ellen of the interior of the Fathom Dancer. So the front is the cockpit with three seats. And then here is a main area uh, just past that for like the crew hanging out. There are quarters here. And then on the sides of the quarters, uh, on the port and starboard sides of the quarters are the cargo bays. And then back of that is engineering and the... Uh, large engines. Uh, one of the crew quarters is kind of the the captain's suite and the co-pilot's suite. So those would be the front two. And then there's like a little bit of a medical bay where basically just some medicine stuff is stored, a little galley and the like. And then almost directly back of center, there is a circular cone, or sorry, a circular um, area that goes to the top of the ship. And basically that's where the turret is, kind of like in the Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. You go into that little corridor, you climb up a ladder and get into the turret. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, the only reason I ask is I'll, Felix can choose either the larger or the two suites. There's just two of us aboard. Okay. So yeah, he doesn't he doesn't care. He just goes and stows his uh, gear in the first door that opens up, basically. And if he takes one of the smaller ones, I won't like pretentiously like you know mm. wherever he wants. It's just the two of us right now. Okay. We don't know how much longer we're gonna be basically living on the ship. Right. So I'll let him be as comfortable as he can be. Um, I forgot to ask before we started playing. Sure. Is uh, the Medroid Blue still with us? The Medroid, um, we didn't talk about that. I know. that's So. I, it's okay if he's not. I just was curious. I will. Okay. I will concede at this point, since we didn't talk about Blue, that Blue is on the rallying point. So he's not with you right now. Mm -hmm. But. Eventually, you can probably transport him to you if you wish. Okay. He's he's just a... Um, my main concern was that he would be serving near here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Blue is a medical droid aboard the rallying point then at this point. Very good. Okay. I apologize for not bringing that up before. No, I just not a problem. Yeah. Um, it slipped my mind. Mm -hmm. All right. As we approach Almarsh... Okay. Um, I will start doing the sensors and communications. Um, I will, so that's why I sit in the co-pilot seat. I'm assuming that the communications is probably yeah, on that side. Mm -hmm. Um, looking for where we're going to, you know, shipyard, where we're going to land, okay. et cetera. Uh, like all can, of that arrangement. We can make a roll then. Uh, go ahead and roll me ship sensors. And kind of uh, go ahead and tell our audience what you're rolling. 
I have uh, ship sensors are weirdly under mechanical and not technical. Um, I have 3D plus one okay. in sensors. So. All right, so the ship actually, however, uh, are you rolling a scan? Are you just basically scanning the area to kind of get a wide band? Are you trying to kind of search for something? I think I want to get a wide band first, and then maybe from there I'll narrow down. Okay. All right. So the ship uh, can scan at a 2D, so you will add two dice to your roll. All right. So I'll be rolling five dice plus my one pip. Okay. I got a 21. I did roll a six on my wild die, so I got a three on my second roll on that. So 21. All right, 21. You have gotten a very difficult roll. So basically for difficulties, if I'm not rolling against Ellen, there is very easy, easy, moderate, <coughs> difficult, very difficult, and heroic. And she actually rolled high enough to get a very difficult roll. So, information is just pouring into the scanning equipment aboard the Fathom Dancer. Uh, there are a number of ships in system that are moving to and fro the planet. You don't pick up any Imperial activity. Uh, you do remember that last time you were here over five years ago, uh, there were still Imperial ships in the system. However, you don't pick up any now, or at the very least, any that are touting an imperial signature. 